and we named it after our star attraction. Shady nasties? Shit dynasties, asshole. Whatever. All right. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, another episode down, this time a week 11 recap, which I guess is what, our fifth or week 10 recap, which is our fifth um, podcast of the year. This time I'm joined by Keenan Burnett. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Good, good. How you been, man? Been, I've been pretty good. I, I'm excited to be on. Um, James, you're becoming literally my favorite podcast host now. So <laughs> well, just want to say keep it up. <laughs> thanks. Love to hear. Well, now uh, we get to um, you to listen to yourself this week. So we'll be sure to record is- extra long again. So you get all that content to hear your own voice. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. So, so Keenan, uh, not everyone in the league knows everyone. So I think a good way to start is kind of how we've been doing it the last week or two. So introduce yourself. Well, first, who do you know, not know in the league, um, have met, haven't met and all that. So, uh, I don't even know how long I've been in this league. It's probably like five or six years. I think, um, you've been actually, I got uh, it all right here. You've been in since 2015. So after our inaugural, our first season, you've been everyone okay. since. Um, so, uh, I'm Keenan. I'm the quiet one in the group, in the group chats. I'll, I'll chime in here and there. Um, but I, I've known James for the longest. He's the one who got me in the group. I know Kenny, Sam, Andrew. <laughs> I think I've met everyone except Kevin, maybe. Mm-hmm. I know Tyler Griffey. Yeah, the whole Vatic crew. And then um, the brothers Kenny worked with as well. Um, yeah, I think Kevin's the only one I haven't met. Have you ever met Billy? Oh, no. And I've met – no, I, have, I met Ben. I haven't met Billy, I think. I yeah. met Ben at uh, one of the Vatic parties or at the Battery, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that was Ben, yeah. I met Ben like twice, actually. So everyone except Billy and Kevin. I'm hearing a theme here yeah. about Kevin. I feel like no one knows Kevin. Kevin, I'm, I, I'm putting it out there. Kevin, you got to join this podcast. We've kind of been going <laughs> in, the, in the order people have been joining. I've just kind of gone first yeah. come, first serve, uh, had the idea and was – talking to andrew about it so that's why he was the first one but as soon as that first one aired sam texted me instantly saying i want to join the next one and then it's just been the <laughs> order of people that have said you know i'm in i'm in i want to do it so it. so kevin reach out to yeah, me. I I need to get you to on. The, yeah after listening to the first one i was like yo this is amazing i i need to be on as well so <laughs> yeah i can't imagine definitely loved it there's many leagues that do this um but mm-hmm. I have to I have to be honest, this wasn't my idea, actually. I stole this from another league I'm in that started doing the same thing last year. Now, their podcasts aren't nearly as good, um, of course. Yeah. And they're like short, they're like 15 <laughs> minutes. But Bowie, our everyone's mm-hmm. favorite former owner, is a commissioner of another Second league I'm day. in. And, uh, and he uh-huh. started doing a podcast. We did it for like a playoff preview last year. And I okay. ended up winning the league last year. Um, and now he does it, and it's probably 15 to 20-minute episodes and maybe five minutes tops of talking football. It's just kind of, well, shooting the shit. But I guess that's the way we've yeah, become, kind of too, you know, with all these questions now, <laughs> which I'm going to get into in a second. I'm going to ask you all these questions because we have almost as much as we had for Ben. But um, yeah, so you, you know just about everyone, so everyone knows you a little bit. But 
who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself first. Uh, uh, I am a more of a big soccer fan, um, Chelsea all the way. Um, also, if I had to pick my favorite, uh, as, as you might know, I'm also a Gator fan as well. Me and Tyler, Gator Nation. Um, uh, also a Washington Commanders fan, the commies, as we call <laughs> it now. Um, but no, I, I, I'm great. I used to work with James at Vatic, where I met everybody. I moved on. I work for another company now that also does telecom. So, but without the less stress and the less work too. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's two Gators. I feel like our league is not, you'd think everyone being in Georgia for the most part, it'd be all UGA yeah. and Georgia tech, but it's pretty split off. It's you and Tyler are Gators. Me and Griffey are jackets. Um, mm-hmm. Billy, Sam and Teddy are Bulldogs. Andrew Bulldogs, and Kenny yeah. are Auburn. Um, Ben's Michigan. Uh, David, what's David? Who's David's team? I, see, I think he's Georgia as well. I think he's, yeah, I think he's UGA. And Kevin, see, Kevin, this is why we need you on the podcast. No one knows who your team is. Um, and prove to that you're listening. You're, you're even more quiet in the group me than Keenan is. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so we got some questions for you that everyone wants to know. Um, and so I figured I'd just go with the most important one first. Um, is a hamburger a sandwich? Ooh. So I've been listening to you guys talk about this and I'm going to, I'm going to say my, (coughs) sorry, I'm going to say my thing. A hamburger is a category of a sandwich. I think it depends on the bun. If it's a bun, it's a hamburger. Um, so I, I do believe it's a sandwich. It's just a category of a sandwich. Okay, and I think so, the bun is what differentiates it. And if a hot dog is not a sandwich, um, a hot dog is basically like a taco. So, so a, hot, a hot dog is a subcategory <laughs> of taco. Is that what you I mean, said? Taco, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think that might be the most controversial thing that's been said on this podcast yet. Keenan hey, goes to Mexican restaurants and orders hot dogs. So, <laughs> hey, if you notice, if you go to a lot of Mexican restaurants, they do have a hot dog on there. Why? Because it's a form of a taco. In the taco section. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. Well, um, I was about to. Um, hate on you for put, calling a hamburger a sandwich. Clearly you're wrong there, but I mean, a, ta- a hot dog being a taco, I'm, I'm picturing that meme where why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? <laughs> Let's start um, it up. That's the new one. So, uh, so everyone wants to know, is there a, there's a Keenan Burnett. Is there a Kel Burnett? There's not a Kel Burnett, even though I think I'm more Kel than I am Keenan. So no Kel Burnett, but I used to be called Kel a lot. So back because the orange soda or something. Yeah, and then I just acted more like Kel than I did Keenan. I was stupid and crazy. So, <laughs> but I did love some orange sodas. <coughs> Who didn't? I actually went to a high school and that was Kel Kel High School. Um, yeah, Hook'em Horns. Yeah, that's where me, obviously my <laughs> brothers, Billy, Ben, Kevin. Uh, that's where we all went. So half the league is Longhorns. Um, okay, next question here. Sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? So I am a 
sock, sock, shoe, shoe. I have done it once where I did do sock, shoe, sock, shoe. It felt okay. It felt okay, but I don't think I would do it often. I think naturally I go to the shoe, sock, sock, shoe, shoe. I would guess if it's on me that 90% of the population is that way. Sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Yeah. Um, but, but I heard if dis- you do, I heard if you do sock, shoe, sock, shoe, you're like a psychopath or something. Yeah. Full disclosure. I do that. <laughs> oh Lord. Now it <laughs> I, all makes sense. <laughs> I never, I never used to. And then all of a sudden I just started doing sock, shoe, sock, shoe. And I don't know why, but I never stopped. I'm, I know I'm weird. I'm in the minority in that, um, you know, <laughs> um, but, uh, and I know that, you know, people are going to be like, oh, that makes sense. That's why he runs the league the yeah. way he does, you know, psychopath, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, try it, give it a shot and see how it goes. Um, now okay. getting deep here for a second, Billy wants to know, what is time? What is time? I thought it meant like what the time is right now. But what is <laughs> what, time? Hey, if that's how you want to answer it, answer it that way. All right. Since <laughs> we're going through, what is time? It's 1123. That's what oh. time is. Okay. Well, we'll have to ask you again at the end of the podcast. I'm glad you actually said that okay. this time, 1123, because Ben and I are, um, yeah, when we were talking, um, we were like, oh shit, it's how long have we been going? We had no idea when we started. We we're trying to figure that out. <laughs> um, top three to five Florida Gators of all time. Now, I know everyone's favorite owner is teddy and teddy said please no gator talk but i ha- i mean you're you're a gator oh. boy i had to yeah i had to ask the question give give at least tyler yeah. what he wants for once yeah exactly if, if i'm not um, gonna give him a high gator draft talk. pick i'll give him i'll give him this question <laughs> <laughs> always gator talk um top three to five personally for me uh i think you're gonna know my top one is tim tebow um, what's your team name yeah, team name. He's he's my top. Um, two would be Spurrier. Um, and three, I, there's going to be a lot of a lot of controversy here. But me, Percy Harvin, man, Percy Harvin was amazing to me. So he's my number three. <coughs> I, I know there's like Emmett and Danny and all that, but uh, those are my top three. You know, a guy who lives two houses down from me actually played high school football with Percy Harvin, who, if I remember correctly, oh. was the number one high school player in the country. Oh, country, yeah. And was just nasty at Florida. I mean, first round pick. But no, I that that one makes sense to me because you know that was Florida's glory days was Tim Tebow and yeah. Percy Harvin and stuff. So you, you pick mm-hmm. the best players under that. You know, Aaron Hernandez. You know, whatnot. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> uh, we have some we have some bad boys on our team. You know, we were rough. Yeah, aren't they making a? like a documentary Netflix is on that, on those Florida Gator teams. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I will definitely watch. That is going to be amazing. I'm surprised it took this long. Um, Ben asked a a Florida question too. Just seeing a little trivia, Florida Gators on the cover of NCAA football. Yeah. Can you name them? Are there? Did you look it up? Did you look it up? Or I, I, well, I knew who the two would be and I looked up to see if there was any more. There was only two. I I believe it was Danny and um, Tim. That was it. I love that you're um, on a first name basis with all of them, but that's just you. That's not even just Florida Gators. You call professional athletes on a first name basis. I feel like first name, yeah. That's, <laughs> but, that's how I keep it. I was thinking, um, yeah, I was thinking there was somebody else, but no, those were our two majors. Um, before them was Emmett, but that was long before. 
Yeah, they when did I mean they started making covers. that game probably in the mid nineties. Danny Werfel Werfel had to be one of the first cover athletes. Yeah, I, I didn't I look you, up. So I, I think I, I looked it up. Yeah, I think I looked up. He was like ninety eight. <laughs> I would guess I if there was another one or at least somebody came close, because you know those games sometimes they'll have like for different consoles, a lot of different athletes or something, yeah. but this was way back in the yeah. day, so it wasn't the case. But I would guess Rex Grossman probably came pretty close if he wasn't. Really? I mean, he, he was what, runner-up to the Heisman that year? Sexy Rexy? Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah Rex Gr- right. I, but I think Joey Harrington was the cover athlete. That was maybe like 0203, something like that. Uh, Grossman yeah. probably got some votes over at EA for that. Um, <laughs> okay, let's see. How many other questions we got here? Um, how many six-year-olds do you think it would take to kill you in hand-to-hand combat? So you got one Keenan uh, against 106-year-olds, six. 10 six-year-olds, <laughs> you know, it, it just average, average six-year-olds. Average six-year-olds, I'm going to move it up now because I said um, I'm going to say 12. 12. You know what, Keenan? You're a a pretty big dude who's in shape. I think you're shortchanging yourself. I'll bet you could destroy (laughs) 12 six-year-olds in hand-to-hand combat. Your downfall is you're like the nicest guy in the world. Everyone thinks Teddy is, but Keenan's the nicest guy in the world. But you're Canadian, (laughs) so it's in your blood. So It's in my blood. Yeah, I have to, eh? (laughs) I have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keenan is in one way stereotypical Canadian that he'll apologize to ev- for everything, even if it's not his fault. Um, so, so sorry, let's see. Sorry. Yeah, let's see how many stories we can get in this podcast. So, <laughs> I don't say it as much now. So, but we'll see. I'll, yeah. I'll throw in a story. Yeah, stories and uh, and ketchup chips, right? <laughs> oh yeah remember when i bought everyone ketchup chips you did they I were good keenan had been talking about ketchup chips for a while up in canada and then he went up there and he brought a bunch back and gave me a bag and they were yeah they, they, he was right they're legit they're legit they're legit now i'm it making me want some more i'm gonna have to order some more now so <laughs> now sam sam asked that question about the six-year-olds sam um also said when he was on that ranking everyone by 40 yard dash, he thought you were the fastest in the league. Do you think you're the fastest in the league? Um, I, I probably am. I will say I am, but also I probably get hurt halfway through the run. As you <laughs> know, fair. me, I get hurt easily at every sport that we've ever played, uh, whether it be hit in the face by a racquetball or uh, breaking your ankle in soccer, <laughs> yeah, or literally. twisting your ankle in kick in kickball. <laughs> Every time we'd play racquetball, you'd get hit in the face. It didn't matter, and it, it, like, and it would it'd be like freak bounce off the wall some weird way, or like I would hit it to like avoid you, and then you would jump to avoid at the same time and jump in. Like it was the weirdest. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, he joined the, for everyone to. Um, context on that one he when he joined my soccer team i play on over 30 soccer team that kenny recruited Mm -hmm. me to i recruited keenan and andrew keenan his first game subs himself in and you had only been on the field for like two minutes or something minute and then and then there was like a hole in the ground and some or some freak accident or something and broke his ankle broke his whole whole leg you were on crutches like for a while yeah for work it was i had a i Broke my ankle, chipped it as well. Yeah, it was horrible. I was literally only in the game for like two minutes, and then that happened. The guy fell on my leg in the hole. That's not even the biggest freak accident. 
the that I've been around since I've known you. We did a Vatic outing. We go to Andretti's one time, you know, and we're <laughs> racing around in cars. And my boss, Sean, his car literally ends up in Keenan's lap. Like, you want to tell that story? <laughs> I don't want, I feel like Sean was trying to kill me <laughs> that day. But yeah, I don't know how that Andretti's car, go-kart, got off the, the track and ended up on my lap. It was ridiculous. And yeah, so even, I think in the 40, I'm probably faster than anyone, but I will probably get hurt during it. So 100%. So, so not, not <laughs> worth it to run them. Um, exactly. <laughs> All right. What what are your top three Danny DeVito roles of all time? Uh, so we'll, I'm going to start back. So three is going to be uh, throw mama from the train. Two is going to be deck the halls. And then one, I don't know if people are going to like this, but Matilda. Okay. Actually, I don't know if I've ever seen number three or number two, to be honest. Really? But Matilda, I'll give you props on that one. That's that's not a bad answer. But I mean, clearly you're leaving off number one. Do I need to do this again? What twins or club? And we named uh, it after <laughs> our star attraction. Come on, come on, Keenan. That's that's up there. That's top. That's top five. I'll give you that. <clears throat> Frank Reynolds <laughs> is. Probably on the Mount Rushmore of just TV and movie characters for me. Like, not even just Danny DeVito, but like in general, he's the funniest character in Sunny. And yeah, so that's that's a distant number one for me. But uh, but okay, not not bad answers though. Um, But sticking with movies here, Andrew asked: Is Owen Wilson's performance in Behind Enemy Lines the greatest portrayal of a brunette in history? Yo, when he said that, I actually had to look it up, and I was like, man, I watched that movie, and I forgot his name was Lieutenant Chris Burnett. Um, <laughs> but that has to be the only other Burnett I know just offhand was Marcus Burnett from Bad Boys. Martin Lawrence played him. Which is another good one. Uh, two two good, good movies. Another good one. Yeah. So, But I would have to agree. I would have to say, yeah, Owen Wilson's character on Behind Enemy Lines, yeah, that is the best portray of a brunette. Although if you're talking about bad boys, bad boys two is the, is the top one, right? No, nah, I'm going bad boys one. <laughs> the first one was the original was the best. I had a, uh, what's her name? It wasn't Marissa Tomei. It, had, it was the other girl. I liked her, the lead girl. Uh, I can't remember her name at the moment, but she was. Yeah, yeah, but she but was you like every girl. I mean, a lo- another thing I know about Keenan, maybe the <laughs> nicest guy I know. But every time I talk to him, he's dating someone new. Hey, I find I find something in everybody. Yeah, except they also all happen to be <laughs> to be beautiful. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Keenan. Props to Keenan. You wouldn't expect that from a Florida Gators fan. So, <laughs> um, but That's okay, uh, a. a do you remember, Kenny wants to know, do you remember when he traded you uh, Teddy Bridgewater and he snapped his ankle like an yeah. hour later? Yeah, an hour later, literally signed a deal with Kenny, thanked them, and then an hour later the news broke that it was because uh, Teddy was in uh, practice, right? That's when it happened, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it came across the news and I was like, wow. Wow. And couldn't go back on the trade, you know, it was a, it was a great deal. 
at the time. What did you trade? So I, you remember? It. I don't remember. Oh, man. This, this I, I think amazing. it had to be for, oh, man, I don't know. Rookie pick maybe or something? Probably, yeah. That was years ago. That's probably like my second year in the league. Yeah, something like that. It, yeah, probably 2016, 2017. Well, your first year in the league, 2015. I don't remember the details. You traded me both your first two years, actually. You traded me your rookie picks in advance. And that mm. first year, you ended up getting last. And it was right before um, we implemented a lottery. There were two seasons before we did the lottery. The first one, Billy tanked for Gurley. And then mm. the second one, you had traded me up front, and I ended up the number one pick and got Zeke because you traded me in advance. And then the next year, you traded a pick in advance. And I think I gave you Brock Osweiler, something like that, for a future first. Something like that. Right, right when he had signed that big contract uh, you know, in Houston or yeah. wherever it was. And that one, you were the yeah. worst team again. You finished back-to-back. -back, but we implemented a lottery, and Tyler thinks he gets screwed. I got screwed in the lottery. I was supposed to have the number one pick back-to-back -back <laughs> years. But I ended up with the fourth pick, and I took Deshaun Watson. Um, the three ahead of me that year were Fournette, McCaffrey, and Dalvin Cook. I, I would have taken Fournette one, so I'd rather have Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, worked out. But, yeah, um, yeah so those trades, um, that's uh, – Well, that not, also answers the question of Sam had me of when you took advantage of me. That do you, do you think the first time in the league. Do you think I was taking advantage of you back then? Or do you think it was just yeah. bad luck? No, I think because, I mean, I came into the league and I was trusting my heart more than stats and stuff. I was like, oh, I really like this player. And James, you're probably like the first one that was like, yeah, <laughs> let me see what I can get from Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't the only one, though. We, you did trade with your – and you won some. I remember that first year, a player who was on my team was a guy named Devontae Adams. And we did some trade. Um, I think it was like a two for two or something. This is a long time ago, so it's crazy that I even remember specifics. And I think yeah. the receiver swap, I got Brandon Marshall from you, and you got Devontae Adams. Um, yeah, I got Brandon Marshall and maybe like Rashad Jennings, some running back, and you got Devontae Adams and some really? other running back. And uh, I, I can't remember that at all. I remember giving uh, Kenny Devontae for the Kamara trade, but like, no, you gave Billy Devontae for Nick Chubb, but I gave you Devontae Smith or Devontae Adams. Sorry. Oh, really? Yeah, I gave you Devontae Adams. He was on my team the first year in the league, and I traded him. And that same thing, it was like less a couple days after we made that trade that Jordy Nelson broke his ankle and was going to be done for you or broke his leg or whatever uh, it was. Yeah. And so yeah. that one worked out in your favor. So it wasn't all the, the trades don't always, they're not always one-sided <laughs> with me, but uh, and another one I remember, I think when you were trading with your heart, you gave Sam Devonte Freeman and you got Austin Safarian Jenkins back. And this was before yeah, Devonte Freeman turned remember. into I, a, you know, a top five uh, fantasy running yeah. back for a couple of years. So, I remember that. I had a, I just had a feeling what's the name was going to be good. Uh, Safarian Jenkins. Was I thought he was too. I mean, he, was, he was a hyper athletic tight end who would have been drafted yeah. in the NFL a lot higher if he didn't have the character issues. Went into a good situation, but like just never, mm -hmm. never panned out. But um, so the other part of Sam's question, he said, when you, I took advantage of you, but how others can learn from your mistakes. And that's not just, Mistakes trading with me, but obviously that Devontae or uh, yeah, Devontae Freeman, Austin Sferian Jenkins trade was a mistake. So how can others learn mm -hmm. from your past mistakes? 
uh, never go with your heart. <laughs> <laughs> and also never go out to drink with James and try to get a trade going. I think every time we've hung out, we've had a couple of drinks and we talk football and we try to make trades um, from it. Um, the recent one I just had with Andrew, that was a, a really good trade. We were talks for quite a while about what to do. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like you just have to, I think you have to go through three or four talks before you initiate a trade with anyone. I'd say most Think of it the over, time, take time. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep Think on it. Think it over. Yeah, sleep on it. Engage with others, maybe, if you want to. Yeah. Do you ever know, use the online yeah. trade calculators? What are your thoughts on those? Uh, I do sometimes. More more recently, I have. I use, uh, what was it, Rotowire or? Uh, oh, there's a million of them, so. Yeah, there's a million of them. Um they're they're okay. They they get to a starting point, but I feel like it depends on what's needed for each person, kind of thing. So, agreed. And about this trade, I, I mean, I said my opinion on it last week's podcast with Ben, but now just telling to your face, I absolutely love that trade, and I love it for both teams. That trade, Hopkins and Kittle, Pitts is having yeah. a down year. Kittle's better than yeah. him this year, and Hopkins is crushing it. That trade made your team a lot better. But that trade, those were guys Andrew, you know, wasn't getting the long-term value out of. Mm. So Kyle Pitts mm. is probably, and if you're looking just dynasty value, not single season value, probably what the number two tight end behind Mark Andrews. And uh yeah, Andy got a second round pick. So like I absolutely love that. That's the trade I want to see. That I want to see that type of trade between all the guys going in and the guys rebuilding. Trades like that. Rebuilding. Yeah. But you say never drink with me and um two, two <laughs> comments on that part one when we went and did that trade that got vetoed i think you were the one who brought up fantasy yeah. football that time and i don't think i was bringing up because we, we were we were there for hours and we were talking about all kinds of stuff before you know it, yeah. it's not like i'm like take you know saying hey let's go grab lunch just because i want to make a trade with you um yeah but uh because no one's going to want to ever have lunch with me anymore. If you say shit like that on the podcast, I'm not going to have any friends. Uh, I actually did. did. No, but oh, no, that but, trade, I would have been, if that wasn't vetoed, I don't know what would have happened. Like, because, you know, Aaron, Aaron's down here and Keenan out on uh, IR he, again. He, or He's been I think hurt he's been all year. He's played, he's played two yeah. games and one of them was half of a game. Yeah. Yeah. Screw he me. not. Then again, Kyle Pitts hasn't done much. It's the picks, though, that would have been the thing. It was the picks on that, too, yeah. And then you just having Kyle Pitts for, like, the rest of his career. His uh, career, or, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and, and another thing about uh, drinking with Keenan is Keenan it is a pretty big guy, but is the biggest <laughs> lightweight when it comes to drinking biggest that lightweight. I know it one is the most bizarre one, thing. Like one and a half and I'm already tipsy. Keenan one and a half. You're more than tipsy. Let's be honest. <laughs> the, it, the, maybe maybe with like, like Bud Lights or something, but when we go out <laughs> drinking, we tend to drink nicer beer than that. It's a little higher ABV. And, you know, one of those bad boys and Keenan's, you can definitely tell a difference. Yeah. His, Can his Canadian accent will come out a little more. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, all right. Last question I was asked in the group me. Um, I think this one was Ben. Yeah. 
<laughs> who do you predict, predict has the best team in four years and the worst team in four years? Now, four years is a pretty long time frame, so a lot can change. So, I mean, just looking back, and sorry to keep going right here, but looking no, no, back no. four years ago, I mean, let's see. Uh, yearly standings, we're in 2022. So four years ago, you know who won the league? Andrew. Andrew, who's, Andrew. who's projected the number two pick right now, who just traded for college. He won the league four years ago in 2019. The The team who got last, who was one of the historically low teams, two and 10, Jonathan Griffey. The next worst team, Tyler Boylan. Tyler, Griffey, mm -hmm. and Kenny were the three worst teams. Now, Kenny, that's just, you know, he's going to be one of the worst teams every year. But the, the top <laughs> was me. The playoff teams were me, Sam, Andrew, and Bowie. So that shows you how much stuff can change in four years. So way yeah. hard to predict this one. Two years, a lot more predictable. Four years, I don't know. But So let's see what your what your answer is. So uh, best team in the next four years. I'm actually going to go Teddy. I like what Teddy's doing, man. Like I look at and the awakening of Justin Fields these last couple games. And then, you know, who else does he have? He has like uh, Walker. Kenneth Walker. I think he has Garrett sure. Wilson. Um, yeah, Garrett Wilson. He has he has so many that I'm just like, wow. And then Najee now, Pick George Pickens. Yeah. I feel like with his picks too that he acquired and everything, like I feel like in four years they'll probably be the, the best team. I actually like that answer. I believe, a lot. I believe in Teddy. I believe in Teddy. I, I know what he's doing out there. I feel like he's masterminding everything. So I believe in Teddy too. I wish I've said I've been on record saying this many times. I wish he had gotten more in the Justin Herbert deal. Just because if we were to yeah. redraft this league from scratch, Justin Herbert's probably the number three pick behind Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. Um, mm -hmm. so I wish he had gotten more for that, but I, uh, but he's with those picks, he drafted really well. I mean, looking at his, mm -hmm. his team, he's got a lot of young talent. And if those guys continue their career trajectory, then four years from now, you're right. All of those guys will still be in the league, you know, yeah. and mostly exactly. and should still be legit. Like my team is all, they're all going to be retired. I'm going to have a completely different roster four years from now. My team, Billy's team, yeah. Tyler's team, the top teams now. Um, okay. What about the worst then? The worst team I'm going with is James Pensick, Josh Rosen. <laughs> I don't right. know, James. I, I want to see what you do. I want to see what you do to combat what you have. And I feel like in four years, you're, you're 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 not going to be up there anymore. You'll be fighting around in the mid-level spot, probably trying to okay. get trades. And so I'm going with you. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I this year I traded some of my younger pieces to get older to mm -hmm. try and compete in this arms race with Billy and Tyler because I keep getting yeah. hurt. You know, traded for Cooper Cup mm -hmm. and traded some young assets and stuff like that. Now he's hurt, so I got to trade more young assets for another one or whatever. So, you get um, so I get, I get that, but I'm, I still have Ben's pick the next two years, which it's currently sitting at the number three pick this year, but at the mm -hmm. trajectories are going, it, it could end up the number two. I don't think anyone's catching Kenny at number one. So take Bijan off the table, which means, you know, as a Georgia tech boy, obviously Jameer Gibbs will be on my team. Jameer Gibbs and Travis yeah. Etienne is a strong pair of running backs you know to build around um as derrick mm -hmm. henry ages out and stuff like that so a lot can change but four years shots fired keenan shots fired man <laughs>
I am lighting the fire under you. I want to see what you, you come <laughs> up with. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, so let's go um, into then, I guess, a recap from last week. You want yeah. to do this for us? And is there anything that sticks out to you or, or you want me to take it? Uh, from the recap from last, I mean, I think our biggest thing, we were looking at uh, really important games. And I think that, I, well, for me, I was looking at the Griffey game because, you know, I'm, I'm running that fourth spot. <laughs> and so it was like me and Griffey are, and, and last week was just a weird week. I mean, all of us fell. I fell the Teddy, who I was hoping I would crush. And Justin Fields had that 40-point game, which he's been putting out. And it just it, it just felt like everything. I was just watching. So when I knew I was losing, I told Teddy, I was like, I probably lost this one. So I was just watching the Tyler Griffey matchup. And I needed Tyler to at least win that to hold Griffey back. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I was – and then – and then, you know, Andrew beat you too. So that was a, a blessing as well. So I didn't take the loss too hard as long as everyone else, you know, fell as well. It, yeah, it was wild this week. It pretty much clinched Billy and Tyler. I mean, they're both eight and two. Yeah. The two highest scoring teams, or I don't know if Tyler's passed me. Let me look. Because I was the highest scoring before, uh, second highest. Yeah, Tyler passed me this past week. We've been going back and forth mm-hmm. as number two. Billy's been number one all year. So Tyler and Billy clinched because we all lost. But the fact that we all lost mm-hmm. means nothing else changed. You, me, Jonathan, and to a smaller extent, Sam, are all still in it, you know. Um, yeah. So uh, I will say, though, that Griffey losing, it's not just that he lost. But look, at he, he only put up 81.86 points. The tiebreaker in our league is points scored. You have a pretty comfortable – lead on Griffey and points scored unless you just kind of mm-hmm. shit the bed these last three weeks you should yeah. hold the tiebreaker over him so now his matchups we'll get into playoff scenarios in a second but his matchups and your matchups if he loses one you know of these next two weeks then you've all but clinched I feel like a playoff spot because um, mm-hmm. uh, you have that tiebreaker against him so and I have the tiebreaker against both you guys. I have a pretty comfortable lead on you too. So the fact that I have one yeah. game up uh, means even if I get swept by Billy these next two weeks and lose two, I still have a strong opportunity to get in. Um, so, so yeah, recap wise, let me see if I have anything to add and then I'll just continue off that. Uh, it was, I'd say the funnest week of the year so far with just all these <laughs> upsets and every, you know, yeah. David won again. So David's actually looking at his, you know, he's up to no longer a 0% uh, playoff chance. Andrew's mm-hmm. no longer zero. Kevin, we have at least five and five teams. It's uh, it's fun. And Billy versus Sam was so close. It was 154.6 to 152.46. Oh, if you yeah. look wow. back at Sam, I don't have, let me see. Uh, I should have pulled this up ahead of time. Freaking Freddie Adu right here. Well, for looking at his game right here, they uh, he started a head coach. I love it. Um, <laughs> and he was pretty close to his ideal lineup, to be honest. Sam wasn't that far off. It was Matt Ryan would have set him over the edge, but Billy benched uh, his quarterback, although Taylor Heineke, who he was going to start, only got five points. That one was so close and so crucial 
you know, that, uh, um, yeah, that, that was, that was definitely exciting fun one. that should have been our game of the week, but looking at Sam's full schedule here, looking back, he beat Kenny in week one and destroyed Kenny. Mm -hmm. Then he lost to Tyler in week two by less than one point, 151.26 to 150.8. That is probably the closest game of the year. And yeah. then, and then you beat the shit out of him because that's what Keenan does. And then uh, I beat the shit out of him because that's what I do. And then uh, so he was one and three, but then he won three straight, and then he lost to yeah. Griffey by less than four when Griffey got the four from the head coach and Sam didn't start one. And then he, you mm. know, beat Andrew pretty good. And then he just lost to Billy this way. Sam is this close to being, no, you know, to being the number one team like if he this close to beating billy this close to beating tyler and this close to beating jonathan if he had won all three of those same would be the number one team in the standing the number one if he, yeah, he would yeah, be the I, only definitely. team with two losses to you and me you know because tyler would have one more john and then would have more or uh, billy would have one more so it, it's wild that fantasy football just turns out that way I, I last year when i used to do notes one of the things i, I did before was i sent a graph that showed or a table that showed everyone what the record would be with everyone else's schedule. I'll bet you there's mm -hmm. some schedules out there. Sam had some situations out there where Sam would be in first place with, you know, really how, how close I, it, it's gotta be, it's gotta be. So I think it's Sam's kind of yeah. had some, some bad scheduling luck. Now, if you just look at points against on the year, he's not the highest. That would be, mm -hmm. well, some of the, actually, that would be you. You have the most points against on the year. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, talking to me about bad luck, but, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I think Sam's team is better than the sixth place team this year. And uh, it just, it is what it is. Now the head coach thing that's on him, but um, so that's, yeah, that's it for recap. So playoff scenarios, then I guess getting into them. Um, looking at the schedules, I, I should have calculated all this out before, you know, before we met, but you know, freaking work getting in the way of fantasy yeah. football, <laughs> but <laughs> I played Billy twice. So that's going to have big implications. Mm. Billy's pretty much locked it up. So even if I beat him twice, he's going to be in, if he beats me twice and you and Griffey both win your next two games, then I'm going to be moving mm. down to fifth place. You guys will both pass me, but it comes down mm. to you guys play each other in the last week. So if, if I beat Kevin and get swept by Billy, that's all I should need to get in. Billy and Tyler are pretty much in. So the last playoff spot is going to come down to you, Jonathan, or Sam. I think, you know, David, Kevin, Andrew technically could get in. But I don't I don't even think it's worth exploring those scenarios because the, the likelihood is so, so small. So if, you know, if yeah. David ends up beating you this week, Kevin beats Sam and Andrew beats Tyler, then we can address that next week. But I don't see, yeah. well, any of those happening, but we'll get into predictions later. But um, so really that fourth playoff spot should come down to you, Jonathan or Sam. Now, what you need is basically to win out or yeah, basically, or to have, you have to beat Jonathan in the last week. And then you have to have mm -hmm. pretty much the same record as him. If he, in the next two weeks, if, if you lose one, you need him to lose one. 
Um, yeah. But if you lose one and he doesn't, it's not over because you have the tiebreaker over him. So really these next two weeks are important, but they're not an end-all be-all for you. It's the game against Jonathan mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's, it's going to be your season. Um, and the same thing applies to him. He's in the exact same scenario that, except he kind of needs to win these next two. They're a little more important because you have the tiebreaker over him. Um, yeah. But he's gonna. He, there's no way he gets in unless he beats you, basically, or unless you, you know, long shot, you lose to both David and Ben. But I don't, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Now, Sam, what it looks like Sam needs is Sam will need to go. He has the tiebreaker over Jonathan, and he's close to you, but you have the currently have the tiebreaker over him. But that could go either way, mm-hmm. depending, you know, on the scoring. He's only 28 points behind you, and across three weeks, that's nothing. So what Sam would need is. He's only one game back. So basically needs whoever uh, wins between you and Jonathan in that last week, Mm -hmm. let's say you beat Jonathan, then he would need you to Mm -hmm. lose one of those two weeks and to pass you on the tiebreaker. Or if Jonathan beats you, Sam would also would need Jonathan to lose one of the two weeks before he beats you. And then he's Sam's got a decent lead on him already on the tiebreaker. So long gotcha, shot okay. for Sam, but he's obviously he has to win out. He loses one. He's done. And he does have a game against Tyler, not this week, but next week. And that, you know, is going to be really big, but, um, yeah. but uh, th- that's kind of the snares or at least how I'm seeing it, just looking at it. So, um, so yeah, a lot of important ones here ahead of us. Um, Definitely. So that's the playoff snares. So before we actually hit record. We just started talking a little bit about the thing that everyone wants to talk about. And I don't mean is that is a hamburger sandwich or the whole hot dog taco <laughs> issue. I mean, yeah, tanking an ideal lineup. And you told me that if if it was put to a vote, you would vote for ideal lineup for it to stay. Is there anything yeah. you want to say about ideal lineup or tanking at the moment? Um, just because I, I feel like in this podcast, everyone, if everyone's going to join, we should let everyone say their piece on it because it is the the big issue of the league right now. Yeah, and so I would vote for it. Um, but that's only because I feel – so I originally told you, like, I was with um, Tyler um, – because he's idea, a gator, is what you said. Is, you got a gator boys got to stick together. Yeah, I got to stick with my gators, man. I got to, he would stick <laughs> with me, so I stick with him. Um, I, I, but I do agree with him saying, you know, it's his team, um, and he gets to run it how he wants to run it. Well, but hold on, let, let me do, say something on that before, uh, just because I want to say having ideal lineup point doesn't change that it's his you know if we go yeah, to yeah. ideal lineups he can run his team out of wants. he can bench Kendrick, christian mccaffrey mm-hmm. go for it you know it's still your team you can run it however you want you're just not going to be rewarded for trying to scam and screw over the other bad teams yeah and and that's the part that i agreed that's with you that's why i was like um yeah i'm going for it now because yeah i don't want to screw the rest of the league up with it but so yeah so that's my take on it and i i will vote for it um when we when we go to voting so that's just how i see it but i'll I'll stick by tyler in any way shape and form you know we gators we gotta stick together (laughs) Uh, i think in the off season since that's clearly becoming a big thing we need to yeah um maybe do a 
couple episodes on it. Well, I mean, Tyler clearly is one of the people that feel strongly against it, but if it, mm-hmm. if it changes, it's not just feeling against it, but you have to be able to find something better. Cause by saying, mm-hmm. if you just said, I don't like it, I'll vote against it. Okay. What are you voting for instead? Cause it's not perfect. I'll be first to admit that. I mean, but it's the best we have at the moment. So we need moment, yeah. some sort of alternative. So I think that's one thing. If we continue this podcast, I would like to continue this podcast some in the off season. And that's one mm-hmm. of the things, at least close towards, you know, our owners meeting in the draft and stuff like that um, would be to maybe have multiple people on at once and just kind of let people talk it out because we need to, I want to, as a league to come up with an, <clears throat> an ideal solution. <clears throat> um but uh, but not going to get into that that much more because we talked about it well every week. Unless you have more you want to say about that, or just about tanking in general, because they are two distinct issues. They, they keep getting grouped together, but they're distinct. <clears throat> tanking yeah. and ideal lineups are are separate things. All good. All good. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, Let's see. Let's. Is there anything else you want to talk about? This has been a little quicker than our two hour, one hour and a half while we've been. I mean, I, we want to do predictions and stuff, but yeah. And I, I guess that's what I probably next up to do predictions for this week. I guess um, I'm looking at the matchups. I feel like uh, my matchup with uh, with David's going to be going to be a tight one. I hope I prevail. I'm looking at his team right now, and. Um, I think I got him. My, I, I think the only people for me, like Kamara had a, a horrible game last game. I think he only got me like six points. He played, uh, I think it was Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a big game from him. And he's going against the Rams. Chubb's going against Buffalo. Um, and I think it's supposed to snow like really bad up there this week. Um, so I believe so. So you're nervous about this one then? About your matchup being yeah, stated, is that I, what you're saying? I'm nervous. I, I'm I'm always nervous. I'm nervous about Pittman. Um, Kittle, last game, barely got anything. I felt like they kept giving it to McCaffrey. And, you know, with Eli Mitchell back, too. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm nervous about everything. Else. Is Juju good? Is Juju going to be there? I just activated uh, Traylon Burks from IR because, you know, he's back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you're not going to play also, him. The um, Tennessee receivers are are worthless. Yeah, fancy I would at this only point. play him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I only play him if Juju can't play. I think um, I really need OBJ to pick a team and come back. Um, <laughs> they said it, it should wait, be by the end of November. Is what I was hearing. What I read. I was think so. I hope he doesn't go to the Cowboys. I really hope. You know how much I hate the Cowboys, and I hate I having you- a player. Yeah, but I thought you supported Tyler and in, in everything, and Tyler's a Cowboys fan. So that's the one thing I don't support Tyler on. Do, do you like Florida more or hate do you like Florida or hate the Cowboys more, Keenan? <laughs> I hate the Cowboys more. <laughs> you hate the Cowboys more than you like Florida. So so Tyler, your uh your uh uh <laughs> argument to get Keenan on your side about just let's Florida boys stick together. Uh, all we got to do to counter that is just say, well, he's a Cowboys fan. So, Tyler, if you if you yeah. come on and say, say fuck the Cowboys, then Keenan might be on your side on some of the voting. He won't say that, though. Were you, uh, were you there? Uh, 
when the Cowboys played the Falcons and Tyler and I had a bet at Vatic and I had to wear a Cowboys jersey at the office. Cowboys jersey, yeah, I was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you probably didn't yeah. like me for a day, but uh, but and anyway, <laughs> I, I'm sorry I'm taking us off on a tangent here. So back no, to your fine. your thoughts on your. But yeah, I'm I'm just I'm nervous this week. Uh, same thing, Jamal Williams. I, I don't know if he's going to be good to go as well. Um, I feel like Hertz is going to have a good game coming back from the loss to Washington, which I wasn't expecting either. And I'm starting Daniel Jones against Detroit um, only because can you really trust Mariota? I honestly, I mean, Arthur Smith recently said, he was asked in the press conference if Mariota is going to get benched. And he said Mariota is still the starting quarterback. So I, I think yeah. you you're okay for a little bit, but I don't think Mariota is going to be the starting quarterback by the end of the year as a Falcons fan. Um, and yeah, I don't think so either. Well, if you think that, and let me ask you, I, last week I said um, uh, that I thought it made sense when Ben and I were talking about Gino, uh, it made sense for a move for your team. And he even said that he texted a, with you an offer and you said, hell no, or something like that. Are you looking to make any more moves? And I'm not trying to say for myself because I don't see a good pairing yeah. between our teams. But um, do, you, do you are you good with your roster going in the playoffs, or are you think you need another piece? You've been pretty active. No, I think I'm good with it. I think I'm going to ride with it um, going forward. I think uh, Teddy asked me the same thing as well too. If I was going to make any moves, and I said the only move I would make is if, if he was looking to trade Justin Fields, but he said no. <laughs> Um, other than that, no, nah, I think I'm just going to ride with this. I think that last trade for Hopkins and Kittle is my last one. And I feel like I, I'm good where I, I'm going to wait for OBJ to pick a team mm-hmm. and uh, come in and do what he normally does. And I think I'm, I think I'm good with it. I feel like, yeah, I like my team where it is. I don't think I need to add any pieces. Um, okay. As of right now, I feel like Tyler Boyd is still good, too. I forgot I had him. Now, Chase should be back um, soon, though. Um, uh, yeah. He was questionable for this week already, isn't he, I believe? He might. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you have there a solid roster. You have depth. I just, when I was throwing that out yeah. there, I wasn't saying you have to make a move. I was just saying um, if yeah. there was a weakness, it, it would be at second quarterback. But Daniel Jones is definitely serviceable in that spot. Um, I just don't trust mm-hmm. Mariota, even though he's outscoring Jones. Um, but, uh but you have Kenny Pickett too. So you have four quarterbacks. Like, I, I don't think you need to make a move. Um, obviously never say never if, you know, the right piece came along, but I, I think your roster is pretty yeah. set. Um, I was yeah. just, when Ben and I were talking and he threw Gino out there, he's put up great points. It just, I thought he could help you. So yeah. what, what was the offer that he texted or do you not want to say you want to keep that private? Uh, he said Gino for, I can't even remember, to be honest. Uh, I would have to go back through. It was something like weird. I don't think he even gave me an offer. He's like, Gino would be good for you or something like that. So, hmm. <coughs> um, Okay. So uh, I won't. I, I, I just look. I, I know what it is. I don't think I'm going to put it out there. Okay. I'm going to keep this one close to the vest between me and Ben. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, a couple weeks ago, we put some people on blast for trading. Is there anyone that you interact with on trading that you think is not responsive or just anyone you want to put on blast about anything? Or 
no, not really. I, I feel like, uh, I think that was the first trade me and Andrew had. I think I've, um, I mean, in early in the year, I think me and Griffey had a couple talks. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think me and Tyler had any talks on trades in the beginning. And then lately it was just Ben and Andrew that we're talking to more and Teddy on trade. So. Yeah. looks like you've made three trades this year that Hopkins one, which I told you how I feel on that. And then yeah. the other two were draft days ones. You made uh, Michael Pittman. Um, you traded yeah. a future first and a, the second pick of the second round for Michael Pittman and the seventh pick of the second round. Um, mm-hmm. And then you traded to move up from the uh, pick 11 to pick 10. You gave uh, to get Kenny Pickett. You gave Jonathan the right to swap seconds in 20, uh, this next draft, which might not even yeah. convey it. You know, if you beat him in this last week and make the playoffs, then it won't even convey. Uh, but he, you know, yeah. uh, he traded that higher pick to, to Ben. Um, so a little active, but not a ton of trades, but you, I mean, your team is definitely doing work. And I don't think you need to be as worried against David. Now I wasn't as worried against Andrew this past week. So what the hell do I know? But um, just looking <laughs> at the roster side by yeah. side, your, your roster just yeah. top to bottom looks way stronger uh, <clears throat> at literally every position, quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end. Um, yeah. Now that I'm I, looking at it too. Um, not defense. He's got the number one defense, the Patriots defense going against the New York Jets. So I, I think his defense will outscore yours. But. Hey, San Francisco got uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name from the defense. He's a killer. So I feel like their defense is going to step up too, especially against Arizona. Do you change defenses every week or do you just always play the same one? Um, no, I do change every other week. I, I remember I went and got KC when they were playing. I can't remember who they were playing. I went and got KC, but I had uh, Chicago at one point, KC, and um, and I, I stick with San Francisco though. They're like I mean, my they're man. they're I a good defense. I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever start a head coach? No, I, I didn't do it this year. I probably will closer to the end, like me and me and uh, Griffey's matchup later. Is it Griffey or Tyler that I have later on? Jonathan. I'll probably start a head coach. Jonathan, yeah. yeah. I'll probably start a head coach on that because I feel like it's going to be close. Um, it, I mean, it's it could, it could be a play into the playoffs. Uh, well, let's talk <laughs> about Jonathan then. His team plays Kenny this week. Are you – obviously you're rooting for Kenny here, but – I can't imagine you're gonna hold your breath on that one because it's kenny's got yeah, his I'm one win he beat up. me and uh and he's good with that so um what what are your <laughs> i mean uh, huh uh no go ahead no i was looking at kenny's team this uh week and i think they, they're going back to Tannehill, right um yes yeah so, so willis won't be playing uh yeah i feel like i feel like we're gonna have this one um, I, but I will pray Kenny has a, a big game. <laughs> Do you have any, I mean, <laughs> prediction wise, I think we're on the same page. I'm, I'm picking against Kenny as much as I'm picking against Jonathan, but about those teams on the year, I mean, Jonathan's had a pretty good year, but he made the playoffs last year. Did, did, are you surprised how either of those teams has done so far? No, not, not at all. I feel like Jonathan's been great. I mean, yeah, like they made playoffs. I was on the Castle <laughs> playoffs last year. I feel, um, and I feel like I'm right for the picking now. So I, I'm not surprised by anything. 
I feel like they have great teams. They traded well, and yeah, they should be up there. Yeah, last year, um, you, yeah, you actually were ninth in the final rankings, but two years ago you were fifth. You've never made the playoffs. So looking back at the history of Keenan's team, it was some guy named Clint Bowdy, who Sam's friend, who. I've never mm-hmm. met, don't know a thing about him. Let's, I want to get him on the podcast, though, to defend himself. <laughs> um, he had a horrible team that in the regular season finished 11th, but we had like the playoff kind of thing. So he had the ninth yeah. uh, final standings, um, like a loser's bracket. We had that first season. Um, and he, uh, that's the team you inherited. So the 11th place team. And you went from 11th to 9th in the regular, 12th in the final. And then from 12th to then we stuck with uh, where just the regular season, all that mattered. So you took an 11th place team and went ninth, then 12th, then 12th, then 10th, then seventh, then fifth. <laughs> so you started off hey. low. It took you a couple of years, but we said that four year yeah. thing is any team, the worst teams in the league in four years could be the best. So it took that four years. Um, your first three years were rough. Your first four years were rough, but then seventh and fifth. And it looked like you were going to, you know, getting the playoffs last year and be it, and then you took a step back tonight. But now you're finally back up there. I mean, you were Sam's dark yeah. horse. Sam, oh, not dark horse, but Sam's bold prediction was that you were going to win the championship this year. Um, what did you? What wow. were you thinking when you heard on the podcast Sam say that? Um, I was like, Sam knows his stuff, man. Like, uh, he's right. Yeah, I, I think I, I think this is my best chance, especially with Jalen Hurts playing. Like, I feel like I'm riding his wave too. Like, he's blowing up and I'm blowing up too. So, uh, you know, fly Eagles fly. <laughs> as a Washington command, as a commies fan, you're saying that, huh? I know I shouldn't <laughs> say that, but fly Eagles fly as it relates to fantasy. Yeah. Fly, fly Eagles, hurts fly. fly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I'm, I, I, I love my team. I think the Hopkins Kittle trade is gonna, is what I needed. Um, and I hope it takes me to the promised land, you know? Yeah, I don't think it's that I bold. finally get one. Yeah, I think Sam's prediction was a little bold at the time, but I don't think it's bold anymore. I think you have just as good of a chance yeah. as anyone to win it all. You got to get in first. Yeah. You got to beat Griffey. Um, and he'll have a healthy Jamar exactly. Chase. And, um, so you said in that matchup you weren't surprised by Griffey. You said you weren't surprised by either. So you're not surprised by Kenny? You you expected him to just be horrible this year? Yeah, yeah. I feel like Kenny was on the downfall. Kenny's, you know, he's trying to, he's, he's rebuilding. And I think that we, I think we've seen that since like what last year, like it was coming, it was on the way. Um, let's see. How um, did Kenny do last year? Kenny. Yeah. He was five and eight and ended up third, um, mm-hmm. uh, third from last ended up 10th, but got a one spot boost. Um, in the lottery actually no he lost one spot in the lottery to the fourth but he had the right to swap picks with you and you got a boost you should add the second pick but you ended up with the fourth um and kenny got a trade and got um drake london i'm really curious what was that trade to swap i I know i'm i said this a couple weeks ago that i've just bounced around so much i didn't have a good structure (laughs) for this podcast but uh but people listen who cares (laughs) <laughs> um, so uh i'm curious oh it was cam newton you got cam newton for your playoff push last year and it was 11 18 2020 so it was one year ago tomorrow 
when you got Cam Newton and you gave Kenny the, uh, or two years ago tomorrow, um, and we, we know you finished fifth that year. You didn't, you just missed the playoffs. So it didn't quite push Definitely, you the edge, yeah. but he got the a second, which turned into Rondale Moore, and then the right to swap firsts two years out, which moved you from second to fourth pick last year. Would you, do you have any regrets on that trade? Or do you were like, you know what? I saw my window to go all in. I tried to go all in and it just didn't work out. Uh, I was, I would say I, I would take it back because I wasn't pushed on Cam Newton, especially I just needed a quarterback because I can't remember what happened, but um, I needed a quarterback to go into a week to try to get into the playoffs. And if it was for a better quarterback, I probably would have been like gone in, but I feel like that was the only person I could have got at that mm-hmm. moment in time. So I still would have probably <laughs> gone back and redone that trade. I probably wouldn't have gone through if I knew how it would work out. Um, but yeah, if it was for a better quarterback than Cam at that time, I probably would have left it as is, but nah. So that was when Cam was, yeah, he was still like, he was in New England I think. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, it wasn't anything great about him in New England. So this year you made some trades to go all in two years ago. You mm-hmm. made that was your only trade and it was, it wasn't an all in trade, but it was a trying to win now trade the year before that mm-hmm. in a span of two days, you traded for Le'Veon Bell and Alvin Kamara. Um, Kamara you, yeah. Do you remember that? You were like, it's my way. I remember I'm the Le'Veon going. Bell one too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you, you have a history of, if you think you have a shot of doing it and I actually, I'm the same way. That's why I traded my youth for guys like Cooper cup. Cause I feel like if I have a chance to win now, you got to go for it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how you do it. Um, but yeah, a little <laughs> trip down memory lane on September 18th, 2019, you got Alvin Kamara. This is peak Alvin Kamara. Who's still really good, but, yeah. um, Kyle Rudolph. And a 2020, uh, 2022nd, which actually became Jalen Hurts. Um, mm-hmm. And Kenny got Sam Darnold, who turned into nothing. But Sam Darnold was, you know, a, a rookie or second year or whatever. And, you know, had just been the number three pick in our drafting. Yeah, Evan Ingram, who, yeah. Was, who was a promising young tight end. And a first, which turned into J.K. Dobbins. So looking back, Alvin Kamara... Throw Kyle Rudolph out of it. Alvin Kamara and Jalen Hurts for Darnold, Ingram, and Dobbins. Keenan, that is robbery. <laughs> that is. <laughs> that is. <laughs> and uh, that, that, that makes up for the Teddy Bridgewater trade with Kenny. It was uh, a couple <laughs> years after the Teddy Bridgewater trade. You got Kamara and Hurts from Kenny for, well, mm-hmm. for nothing. Uh, and then two days That's after awesome. that, on the 20th, you trade with Teddy, and you went and got Le'Veon Bell. I don't remember if this was Jets, Le'Veon Bell, or Steelers, or what, but you got Le'Veon Bell. You gave Calvin Ridley, who was still young, uh, Marlon Mack, mm-hmm. a second and a third. And the second turned into Michael Pittman, who's now back on your team. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third, uh, Teddy traded to Tyler, and I think it's been moved a couple times. So um, that one didn't quite work out for you, but the other one absolutely yeah. did. Yeah, that was definitely Le'Veon on the Jets. I believe he had just got there or something. Um, but wow. So so moving on, we both think Jonathan will beat um, Kenny, and don't think it'll be that close to be honest. So um, Teddy against Ben. 
Mm. What, what do you think? Um, uh, I believe in Teddy, man. What he did, I feel like, I feel like Justin Fields is going to give us another forty burger game. Like, I, who they they play Atlanta too, right? Uh, this week. yes, yes, I believe Chicago does. Yeah, and I feel like we're going to get the same thing out of it. I feel like Teddy is doing what he normally does. The second half of the season, he just starts winning. <laughs> That's why he knew to trade away his uh, rookie pick now. You know, while. Uh... <laughs> Well, it still had some value. Um, and, and honestly, exactly. looking at Ben, um, Ben's quarterbacks he's starting are Mitch Trubisky and Case Keenum, who are projected zero and zero. Um, I mean, he only has one starting quarterback on his roster, and that's Geno Smith, and Geno Smith's on bye. So Ben is going yeah. to be probably putting up a Kenny-esque score this week. Um, I say yeah. that, but not necessarily because, you know, Someone out of the blue, Cole Komet, Devin Duvernay, Kenyon Drake, someone's going to put 30 points or something out of the blue. But, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I don't think that one should be that close um, as well. Yeah. I think Eddie should add. Um, I think Ben's going to be the low scorer this week, even, even compared to Kenny. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we know how you feel about Teddy's team. How do you, how do you feel about Ben's team so far this year? He's made a lot of moves. What have your been your thoughts on all his, what last year was uh, you you we've clearly established you've gone all in before you know what you're talking about with going all in and making trades for it Ben yeah. made all these trades last year to go all in now he did a complete 180 he's doing all these trades to rebuild any thoughts on that um no not really I feel like Ben knows what he's doing he's trying to get rid of everybody I feel too you know he's like come take everybody off of me but the players he's trying to trade they're like I mean Melvin Gordon I mean ugh. Well, most of his, I mean, his good players have already been picked clean. So, yeah. So it's like the the last little bit is just like mm, I feel like I I want to see how he drafts next year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, looking at his uh, his team right here, uh, like uh, I feel like only on his bench I see like um, Dobbs. Yep. As a really good future. Um, see what, Jahan Dotson, uh, yeah, for like, your for your commies, I think is going to be a good player. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Cole Komet looks Hollywood really Brown good when he lately. gets healthy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would like to see what he does with his trades um, first and see – I mean, not trades, uh, his picks next year and see what he does. Um, but, yeah. Was there any temptation Definitely when he said he was having a fire sale? Any players like um, I know, obviously not Zeke, but maybe Thielen. And he was trying to sell cheap, or I I went and got Sanders, I, or Tom Brady. Like, was there any temptation? Yeah, I was actually thinking about picking up Thielen for a while. I just couldn't figure out what I would want to give up for Thielen, or if it was worth what I wanted, to, what I um, what he probably wanted for Thielen. You know, Thielen's older now, mm-hmm. and I feel like. Um, but the Jefferson and even Osborne are starting to um, show up more than him. But I mean, Thielen's like that. He's that veteran. He, he'll get you like at least five or six points, you know? Yeah. Well, Guaranteed. you saw he gave him to Jonathan for pretty cheap. So you, you probably could have yeah, gotten him for pretty, for pretty cheap. cheap. Um, I was but, thinking about it, though. I, I really was. Um, but I, I wanted to say somewhat, somewhat young in a sense. Yeah, I, I get it. Well, moving on, we've probably been going for about an hour now. What time was it, Keenan? What, what is time? 
The time is 12.22. What time was it before when I asked, though? 11.23. Oh, so about an hour. And that was – so about we'll try and wrap it up. There's three more matchups, and I'll ask about those teams, and then we'll we'll call it quits. Um, All right. This one are the two teams right behind you and Jonathan, both five and five, both not out of the playoffs. It's Sam against Kevin. Mm-hmm. Where do you like in the matchup, and what do you think about these teams on the year and their future and just about them? Um, so on the matchup wise, um, I'm really liking, uh, Sam for this one right here. I feel like, uh, we'll get a, a, I feel like we're going to get a really good game out of, uh, Patrick Mahomes and I think he's going against, uh, LA, the chargers. I feel like that's going to be a really good game. I feel like he's, we're going to get a good one out of him. Uh, Tony Pollard's, you know, he's basically number one now in, in, uh, Dallas, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, Debo always good. I just feel like his team is good to it's a good enough team for the second half of the year that he has. Oh, and then Eli Mitchell's back too. He can put him in if he wanted to. Uh, I would probably start Matt Ryan. Well, no, David Carr or Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. He just has Mike Evans and Tyreek Hill on by are are going to be big things, and and it's a must win for Sam. Yeah. Yeah, it's a must win. But, I mean, looking at Kevin's team, um, I, I think he got it. I feel like, well, you know how I feel about Dak. I hope he has a horrible game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know who Minnesota. I like for Kevin. Who? You know who I like for Kevin? I like uh, Damian Pierce. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a Gator. Of course you like him. Yeah, of course, and he's he runs so hard. I love. To, I would love to make a trade for him. Um, I think he's got a great. Uh, he's gonna have a great um, time there, and and yeah. he's, so he's a monster. I don't think Devin Singletary is gonna get him any points in Buffalo this week. Um, yeah, I, I, overall looking at these matches, I think Sam will pull this one out, even with Tyreek and Evans on by. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, because I mean Kevin got uh, two um by two as well. So, so are you worried about Sam's yeah. team? Um, it is a as competition for that last playoff spot. Not even that last one because I haven't clinched either. No one's technically yeah. clinched, but like, it, you know, it's it's most likely the top three should be in and it should be in the playoffs. But are you worried about Sam's competition mm-hmm. for a playoff spot? Um, not really. <laughs> because he's got one less win? Yeah, because he's got one less win. Um, so I'm not really worried. I feel like my team will do what needs to be done. So I'm not really worried. Um, I feel like he's got a great team and he could pull it out, but it's not on the top of my list to worry about right now. Yeah, one thing about Sam, and I don't have numbers to back this up, but looking at his graph – of his week over week scores, like on the ESPN portal, his lowest mm-hmm. score is 120.38. That's not that bad. Okay. And he scored 121. He is probably the most consistent team. Like, I don't think Sam has had yeah. a really down week. He's just had some, some bad match. I mean, he's lost with 150, like twice, which is, you know, you mm-hmm. normally win. I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to dig into some stats and and uh, maybe send those in the in the group meet. But I think Sam's 
yeah, just had some bad luck. But um, but Kevin, I, I've said multiple times, I think he's drafted well. Do you have any thoughts on his team? Like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, like Olave, Pierce. in the in the yeah, future, you think he's set up well. for the future? Yeah, I just want Kevin to. <clears throat> I want to meet Kevin. I want him to speak more. Kevin, everyone wants, we need to, <laughs> I actually have podcast hosts for the next couple weeks, um, but I want oh, to get really? Kevin okay. on here. Um, I don't want to yeah. re- re- unveil the whole schedule for the next couple, but I, I'll go ahead and say who next week's host is. Next week's host is Mr. Billy Nugent. Hey, so, okay. So go ahead and start <laughs> thinking of questions you might have for Billy. Um, hey, are we going to have some surprise guests on this show? Like we need some like, some I got that. Some older people. I got that planned too. I got a couple ideas. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll try and wrap this up soon though, because we're now over an hour, and you know I don't want it to the, to all go. Actually, let me ask your thought on that. I don't care how long it goes. <laughs> um, are you? <laughs> la- um, the last week's was an hour and a half. Do you think these podcasts are too long, Andrew? said they're too long and then in the group me everyone's like shut up i like the content you keep making them as long as you want yeah. so everyone hated on andrew where do you stand on that so i do think they're too long like i feel like 30 minutes 30 to an hour is good i just feel like it depends on what you're doing right the two hour one you kind of got lost like sometimes i couldn't something will happen and it will take me out like i couldn't finish it like right away all in one time Mm-hmm. So I feel like it needs to be like 30 to an hour because the first one you did, I listened, I listened to it in the car while I was driving to my parents' house and it was like the perfect 30 minute drive, like podcast to play. Like it was fun. It was, it was quick. We, you guys kind of talked about everything that you could like, I like that little bit right there. So I felt like two hours might be too long. I feel like this probably is too long too, the one we're doing, but maybe 30, 30 to an hour. Okay. 45 well, then, minutes. Well, then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Andrew versus Tyler. Who do you like? Um, you Andrew okay. versus Tyler. How much do you like Tyler by? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be close? You know what? I'm, you know what? I, I am calling upset on this one. I feel like Andrew is going to win. All right. That is going to be my bold statement right here. Andrew's going to win. He won last week over you. And he's going to win this week as well over Tyler. I love it. And Kyle Pitts is going to be the reason why. Kyle Pitts is going to be the reason why. I have right. a feeling. Now, wrapping it up then, game um, of... What? Game of the week. Game of the week. Um, Me against Billy. <laughs> um, I, I think Billy has this one. Um, <clears throat> that, uh, that Cooper Cup hurt you really bad. Um, might I ask, are you, are you looking to trade? Are you, have you been looking? Honestly, not really. I sent out or a couple fielders when, when Cooper Cup okay. went out, I, I sent Teddy a message and said, Tyler Lockett, Brandon cooks, you know, whatever. But, and then I think I texted Sam and said, Hey, is Mike Evans, who's even on by this week, you know, is he available? Cause Sam's mm-hmm. deep at receiver, but I think that was it. There are more feelers. I didn't really follow up. Um, I think I might be just content going in with the roster I have because I think I can still make the playoffs, even if I get swept by Billy. Um, yeah, this, this week, you know, I can survive without Cooper cup this week. There's no way I think I beat him because 
I'm starting Olimide, Zacchaeus, and Tyler Conklin. I mean, it's not just yeah. all the injuries I have. Um, you know, you see Zach Ertz is now out for the year too. If Mark Andrews doesn't come mm. back, I'm going to have to pick up another tight end off waivers. Uh, but I have mm. Travis Etienne, Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin, and Tom Brady all on by as well. So it's buys yeah. plus injuries that this is the weakest lineup I've started all year. So I don't think there's any way I can beat Billy. Um, his really only person he's missing, Jalen Waddles on by, but he, I mean, Darren Waller's been hurt all year, I guess is the other starter, but the rest of his team's all, all there. Um, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I don't know. I don't think I, I, I think it's going to be an uphill battle this week, but we'll be back. Mm -hmm. We play each other back to back weeks. So we'll be back for that. Yeah, and is Keenan Allen playing, or is he still questionable? He's questionable. I have him in. If he's not, I literally have no other receivers on my team who's healthy. Like I have, yeah. um, so like if he's not playing, I'll have to go pick up another one. And it's not at that point. It's not even worth making a trade for someone. You could just write it off. Because um, looking yeah, at my receivers, yeah. you know, Keenan Allen's questionable. Hasn't played, but. Michael Thomas is on the IR. Rashad Bateman's on the IR. Cooper Cup's on the IR. Chris Godwin's on bye. Um, you know, that's four decent receivers that, you know, I have to instead start eliminate Zacchaeus because one of those four wasn't able to get in my lineup. Um, mm -hmm. So, so yeah. Um, but anyway, like you said, we probably have gone too long already. Final thoughts, yeah. closing thoughts, anything else you want to mention? Um, no, I just think we need to make this podcast um, next year. We need a, a studio. Um, <laughs> we need to make it video and in person. We need to be on TikTok and all that other social media stuff. Um, you know, and you can give out your great fantasy advice. To well, well, we're not the world, getting, you know? I mean, the only people listening to it are in this league. So it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> Although uh, looking at the metrics, that first episode we did, well, there was someone internationally listening to it. Remember Sam sent that out? It was someone in like yeah, yeah. Europe somewhere. <laughs> so I, I, I think we need to. I think next year or whatever, we need to make this like official, like get a setup at someone's house, maybe get actual mics. We'll be on video. We can, we can I have all there. the videos saved of these last ones. The file sizes are just so big that I'm not dealing yeah. with it, putting it on YouTube or anything. I mean, honestly, the audio only files are huge, but yeah, it's a good idea. Um, yeah. So cool. Well, thank you for taking the time to join. I It's good seeing you. Good talking to you, man. It's been a while. Let's, uh, let's go grab yeah. lunch and one and a half beers soon and then make our trade and, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one last thing, uh, go Gators. No, the one last thing is suck it, Bowie. Let's let's hear it. Oh yeah, suck it, Bowie. All right, see ya. <laughs> Take care, man. <laughs>